Welcome back to yet another episode of the College Try. Today is the day we've all been waiting for. It is National Championship Day. Wyatt, you're in L.A. right now or no? Yeah, I landed last night. So in L.A., um, heading over to the game. Uh, I'll probably head over there around uh, 3 o'clock this time. So what is that? 6 o'clock Eastern time. So, yeah, head over there. And, uh, you know, I haven't been excited for it all week, but um, I guess I'll I'll attempt to have fun. You know, I (laughs) I am in L.A. It's my first time in California, so I got to take it in. But, uh, yeah, I really wish my boys were in. But what can you do? Yeah. And before we get to previewing the Natty, because the line is kind of weird in my opinion uh we'll get through the new year six games and how we really got here but before we get to new year six i'll go off about my knolls because i know nobody cares because it's the cheese at bowl but it was the most watched non-new year six game i believe it might have even beat some new year six games but i know it was the not most watched non-new year six so at least we still have some brand power and so does ou um we played like shit it just to beat a six and six team by as much as we did is just not good, but it's still looking good for the future. Jay Traps had a good game. Johnny Wilson went off as I predicted uh, before my prize picks parlay did hit that day, which was nice um, to start off New Year's weekend there. Uh, but yeah, that's all I have about FSU. If you have something to say about it, you can go ahead, but there's not much. I mean, it's not a huge game. Yeah, um, I, I did have that one parlay on that one day and um, everything was looking good. Um, uh, but FSU, you know, they were struggling for a little bit during that game and they finally pulled it off at the end. So uh, that was nice for that one to hit. And then I believe that late game of that day was Washington versus Texas. And then yep. kind of what I expected, I took Washington plus 10 to be safe and they ended up winning outright by seven. So, um, but yeah, the, the FSU was a little bit of a scare, but unlike <laughs> my team, your team could actually pull it out at the end. I think I think TCU is a lot better than Oklahoma, just to just to put that out there. So we'll get into the New Year's Six, and we'll start off with probably what will be Wyatt's first rant of the day is USC Tulane. I tried to go to this game. I uh, We actually postponed podcast because I was trying to go, but it was a noon game, so my friend decided to not wake up, even though nosebleeds were like 10 bucks. And I know how to Photoshop stuff, so I was trying to Photoshop it and get us into better seats. Obviously, it didn't happen. But um, – Great game at the end. Great game. Yeah. Um, I don't know why I bet USC. Uh, I knew it was a trap. I said it was a trap on the show, and I I, I just did it anyways, and I, I regret it. But, um, I mean, they were up by 15 with, what, two and a half minutes left. Um, you know, Tulane goes down, scores a touchdown, whatever. Then USC fumbles on the kickoff return on the one-yard line, safety. Um, and then just like that, you know, they're a touchdown away and a two point conversion away from winning the game. And uh, um, actually, they didn't even need the two point conversion. So, I mean, <laughs> Vegas always knows. I don't know why I thought I was smarter than Vegas, because it was a weird <laughs> line from the beginning. There was Tulane had no business being a one point underdog in that game. Um, but, yeah, Vegas knows. And I I learned my lesson and I probably won't be betting USC for hopefully another year. Yeah, I mean, it's just to the point, when is Lincoln Riley going to learn how to coach a defense or get a good defensive coordinator who knows how? Like, it just feels like he still thinks he's playing in the Big 12 with the lack of defense USC has. And guess we saw that against uh, Utah, kind of see it again here. Like, it just, obviously, it's growing pains. It's his first year. It is, it's whatever. But I didn't want to tell you when you put up the TikTok, I did take Tulane money line. I told you after the fact, because I was, you know, these teams also – those games are like their Super Bowl, right? They, they don't really make the playoffs. Soon they will. Obviously, only one group of five teams ever made the playoffs so far. But once it gets to 12, it'll be every year and it'll be a 
normal thing, but this is like their Super Bowl, right? They don't get to play in these big games all that much. And I think that's why the line was plus one, plus two, depending on where and when you got it. Um, yeah, I just I I felt the green wave. And I'm glad I took it. Yeah, uh, right. <laughs> uh, after that, we have the I lost the South Carolina Bowl with Tennessee and Clemson. Clemson just did not look great in this game. Joe Milton, to our both of our surprises, had an amazing game. It was airing the ball out. Yeah, um, Michigan has a thing of the quarterbacks that when they when they're at Michigan they suck, and then somehow when they leave they they turn out to be decent. Obviously, Mick Milton's not as good as as Hooker, but um, yeah, uh, he still had a pretty good game. Tennessee murdered Clemson in that one. Um, I did have Klubnik over passing yards in that game, and that one hit pretty easily, even though um, Clemson only scored fourteen points. But um, yeah, Tennessee was just too much to offer, um, even without their wide receivers out. Um, you know, Clemson just looked looked bad. It's it's gonna be interesting what Clemson does next year. Um, obviously they're probably gonna get some. I think uh, I think Dabo is gonna stay, but um, I don't. I feel like a lot of the assistant coaches might might head out. And um, Tennessee is another team to watch because um, yeah, they have a lot of talent returning, and if they can stay healthy, um, they can get right back into the fold next year in the playoffs. Yeah, and they also have a big five star recruit coming in at quarterback. I don't know why his name blanking on his name right now. Um, but he's also just enrolled on campus, which could be another battle for Milton. It would kind of suck for him because obviously he lost starting job at Michigan, lost starting job at he would lose starting job at Tennessee. And he's shown he's shown to be good so far, at least. Again, one of those games was Vandy, so you don't really know how to judge that. But against Clemson, which is a very good defense, that's a good way to judge it. Uh Cade Klubnik didn't really impress me all that much. I didn't think he was that bad. He's also a young quarterback and, again, growing pains. We said it before. Um, but we'll see. A tide may be turning in the ACC, which I like, but others probably won't because everyone loves Clemson. Um, so after that, we had Alabama versus Kansas State in the Sugar Bowl. This one, Deuce Vaughn absolutely went off in the first half, so much to the fact to where I took a prize picked parlay and put a second half over rushing yards. And, of course, that's when Alabama figured out how to stop him. Um, it just looked like at first he was literally too short for these big guys at Alabama to even tackle him or even come close to him. Uh, I think he had the longest run ever at, at any running back has had against Nick Saban uh, with that long touchdown run towards the beginning of the game. Uh, but then again, Alabama was going to Alabama, and they did pull away. It was kind of surprising. I think most of the money was on Kansas State spread. I can't remember what it was at this point. Um let me see. I'm trying to find. I think it was like seven and a half or something like that. Yeah, which seemed like too much or not too. Right. Yeah, sorry. It was six and a half, seven and a half, depending on when and where you got it. Uh, there it is. Uh, it just, again, not surprised to see Alabama pull away, but also I'm happy to see that they actually wanted to be there. Uh, glad Bryce Young and Will Anderson got a good send off, no injuries or anything going into the draft. Yeah, I actually got really lucky this game. Um, this was this was a Saturday game. It was uh, the same game as the as the playoffs. I had a wedding this game, so I didn't really watch a whole lot of it. But I did take um, when Alabama went down at the beginning of the game. I did take Bama minus seventeen at plus five hundred, um, just for a small. I put like ten bucks on it, and you know Alabama wins forty five to twenty. Absolutely murders them in the second half. Um, so that was a really good bet on that day. Um, kind of helped. Uh, when the day was over, help me emotionally um, recover from the Michigan game. But yeah, Bama, <laughs> you know, too much to too much to offer for K State. K State came out hot. 
Um, I knew Bama was going to win that game regardless of being down early. So it was just a matter of how much. Um, and yeah, they really pulled away starting off in the, in the second half. Um, I believe they did an onside kick after their first, uh, um, drive in the, in the second half and an onside kick. And just like that's a 14 point swing. Um, and Kansas state had no chance, um, from that, but yeah, Bama, um, made a good case, um, to maybe be included in the playoffs. Um, obviously the, you know, TC, we'll get into TCU, but TCU winning kind of, you know, kept the kept the Bama haters out of there but um, thank God for that by the way yeah <laughs> but uh yeah I mean every single year if Bama's not in it there all there will always be a good um reasoning for them uh to, to or a case for them to be in it so um yeah Kansas State you know they had a good win against TCU they did win the big 12 championship you know they they're a solid team but you know Bama is just just so much better and, and they proved that in the second half but I also want to say that like if we're going to talk about Bama should have been the playoff my opinion, we talked about this well, bef- like well back when when the rankings were all coming on everything. You also got to put Tennessee in that conversation just right. because they had a really good game against Clemson. Yes, everyone was counting them out because they didn't have Hendon Hooker, but still, you can't tell me they didn't beat Alabama because they did it. So, I mean, who knows if all now obviously TCU won and all that. So, like it in general, I do think we got the best four teams in this playoff, and I think it showed by the games that we're right. about to get into after the Rose Bowl. Um, but Alabama fans will be Alabama fans when probably half of them did not even go to Alabama and are just rednecks from the state of Alabama. It just, they, they just think they're the best and there's nothing else. But with that being said, we'll transition over to the last New Year's six game. That wasn't a playoff game. And that is the Rose bowl with Utah versus Penn state. I was very surprised by Penn state because they are known to not be able to win big games like this. And, you know, as being a big 10 fan, like they can't, they, I think they should fire James Franklin eventually because he can't beat Michigan or Ohio State, and that's the only way he can get anywhere in his job or anywhere new. Um, the closest they made it to the playoff was a few years ago, but the loss to Pitt let them out, left them out. Like it just, they've never been able to win games like this, and this looked to me like a typical, what was going to be a typical Penn State choke. Obviously, did it not end up that way. At the beginning, it was very close, and then Penn State pulled away. I don't think I put any money on this one. Uh, I'm interested to see what you got. Yeah, I was pretty high on uh, high on Utah here. Um, you know, I I really like uh, Cam Rising. I think he's a uh, you know just kind of like a very similar to like a Max Duggan, just like a player. Um, really good at uh you know just keeping in game, staying competitive, um, making the necessary plays. Um, so I, I really liked Utah in this game. I took them. Um, you know, it was tied at half. Um, Penn State had two. Um, an 87 yard touchdown and an 88 yard touchdown. So, I mean, those are just unacceptable. And then obviously Cam Rising getting hurt and not playing the uh, most of the second half um, really screwed my, my Utah play. But um, yeah, I mean, I, I think those are two very evenly matched teams. Um, you know, obviously if Cam plays the whole game, um, I think, you know, it's more competitive. And if Penn State doesn't have, you know, two touchdowns for almost 90 yards, um, I think we have more of a ball game. But um yeah, good for Penn State. You know, a win's a win. Uh, really big for the program to get a Rose Bowl win. I know, uh, you know, the Rose Bowl has kind of lost its value a little bit, but um, yeah, it was a good win for the Penn, for Penn State. Good win for the Big Ten after you know a disappointing showing on Saturday, and you know we didn't talk about it, but Purdue getting absolutely destroyed by LSU. Um, so it was nice for uh, the Big Ten to get a meaningful um, New Year's Six win because uh, they've they've kind of been struggling in in the bowl season. Um, but yeah, I mean. 
good win. I, I I don't want to give them too much credit because Rising was out, um, and they got a, a couple big long touchdowns. I'm not going to give them too much credit, but yeah, good win enough to enough for me to lose money on that game. <laughs> Have you ever been to the Rose Bowl? No, because you just I'm said not. it's your first time in California. I think I went. I went when I was like 13. I want to say it was the 2012 season 2013 Rose Bowl. If you go to the Rose Bowl, it will never lose it's big time for you. I guarantee you it. It's special. That's why, I mean, yes, they were fighting against the 12 team playoff because of that, but just, just so you know, I recommend you experience it. Even if Michigan's not playing in it, like go, it's a great time. I mean, I was 13 and I still remember all of it. And that's exactly how I remember the date that JV on Clowney had that big hit. Cause I was watching it at the tailgate. <laughs> um, all right. So now we get into the big boys, the playoffs, I'll save your rant for last, Wyatt, and we'll go with Ohio State-Georgia first. Um, great game. Again, this was the best college football playoff games, like competitive-wise, we have ever seen. Two close games. I don't think we've ever had that before because the first year, Florida State got blown out by Oregon. We've had at least one blowout every single year. Last year, it was two. It just never seems to be close games in this evenly matched, and we finally got that. Um, I'll, I'll skip to I didn't really get to watch much of this game. Because I was in Key West and on Duval Street for New Year's. And I kept trying to pop in places and see it on the screens when I could. Um, the fact that the kick missed the second the ball drop is absolutely insane and hilarious. But that kick was absolutely awful. Like, I get it's a college kid. You can make all that. And it's a long kick. But also, I rewatched some of it or heard about it. It just seemed like Ohio State's clock management at the end there was awful. Like, you have C.J. Stroud who's slinging it, having an amazing, amazing game but you're just going to keep running it up the middle and not try to gain yards at the end to make that kick. Um, I mean, obviously it's a high pressure kick, no matter who's the kicker, but that was just awful. Like I, I don't see like, I think the Florida state kicker who is probably the worst kicker in college football could have done better than that, or at least given it a chance. Yeah. Just a really tough way to lose. Um, obviously, you know, Ohio state did all they can to win that game, um, gave the kicker a, a relatively deep, a makeable field goal. Um, so, you know, I don't really feel bad for Ohio State because I, I really despise them, but <laughs> it is unfortunate because those players did play a, a good enough to win that game. I'm um, just, just really bad on the kick. Um, I'm going to be completely honest. I didn't watch a, a snap <laughs> of this game. Um, again, I was at a wedding this hour on New Year's um, Eve. I was in the wedding. Um, so I was standing up. I had two watches on. So I was, <laughs> I had my Michigan notifications on one watch and then, uh, you know, a nice watch on the other hand. So as I was standing cross armed, I was, I was looking at the Michigan score. But after that Michigan game, I honestly just went straight to the bar and had multiple drinks. <laughs> um, I had a, I had a couple of college buddies that are Ohio State fans. So at like their tables, they were watching the game. So I popped in a little bit just to see the scores. Um, but I think I think you you're right on the the excitement of these playoff games because we really haven't had that in relative um, or in recent history. So the fact that two games are decided by you know two are one score games and you know both games scored uh, over eighty points in each, um, it, it was just really exciting. Um, you know, for Georgia, they were down most of this game. They looked really bad. Their secondary is really in question, which we'll get into for this uh, this national championship game. But Georgia's defense, supposedly the best in the country, you know, 11 points allowed per game, just gave up 41 points to Ohio State. Secondary was terrible, gave up four passing touchdowns, 400 passing yards. Um, so Ohio State played really well. Um, Georgia did battle back. Um, a couple weird um, clock management plays, as you said, by Ohio State when I was watching the, the replay. Um, but, yeah, I mean, Georgia got it done. They they did what they needed to do. And um, it was pretty cool. You know, the as much as I don't really like 
either of those teams, Stetson Bennett, watching him run around the field, kind of like the Jimmy V running around. And as the ball drops on New Year's Eve, it, it was I mean, it was, it was pretty cool, a cool experience that I don't ever remember um, witnessing before in the playoffs. <laughs> so, um, yeah, pretty good game, uh, I guess. Yeah, Georgia can now become the first team um, in a long time to win back to back national championships. So that's exciting. But, um, yeah, I kind of I kind of feel bad a little bit for Ohio State just because of, uh, you know, they played good enough and just a really bad kick. And actually, a lot of people were more impressed at Ohio State in this game. It just didn't go their way at the end, obviously. Um, yeah, I mean, again, I didn't watch it a whole lot. Uh, good for Georgia. When, who was the last to go back to back? Had to be Alabama, right? I think it was Alabama in 2007 and 8 or something like that. So it's never happened in the playoff era then. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you had that stat last time where it's like 0 and 8 or 0 yeah. and whatever. So maybe that goes in TCU's favor as we get into that game tonight. But before that, I don't even think I need to say the next matchup. Wyatt, just go ahead. Yeah, uh, TCU, Michigan. Uh for, I have a lot to say, but I, I won't say a whole lot just because, you know, I've, I've spent like, uh, I don't know, the last 10 days moping about it and, and feeling sorry for myself. But Michigan completely blew that game. Um, two pick sixes is, is unacceptable. Um, you know, offensively, they played great. Like JJ, you know, had 300 passing yards, a couple touchdowns, um, a rushing touchdown. Um, they were running the ball. Um, they're doing things great, but he gave up 14 points, which you just can't do in a game with that magnitude. And then defensively, completely unacceptable. You know, supposedly the top, you know, top five defense in the country in both rushing and passing defense, um, allowing 51 points. Uh, it doesn't even look like we even knew how to tackle. Um, we were in stupid coverages, uh, bad play calling. Um, so defensively was just the most disappointing one. And then when you get when your quarterback gives up 14 points. Um, you're, you're just not looking good. So really disappointing. Uh, you know, it was, it was weird. I, as I said, I was in this wedding, so it was weird time. So the ceremony was actually during the the second quarter of this game, that ceremony is done. We went back, you know, before cocktail hour to, to watch the, you know, a little bit of the game, watch most of the third quarter. And then like, as we're walking into the, the reception, you know, you do like your wedding entrances and stuff, Michigan gets that fumble on that kickoff. <laughs> um, you know, it becomes a three point game. So like, I'm trying to like manage multiple things like um obviously i want to you know be respectful to this wedding but also you know really care a lot about michigan um yeah so that you know three-point game i was thinking we had a chance and uh yeah it, it, they didn't happen you know we had a shot at the very end of the game uh i'm not going to blame the refs at all because that targeting call means absolutely nothing um i guess it gives you one shot for a hail mary but that's about it so I'm not going to complain on that, but um, yeah, Michigan defense really gross. Um, we'll get into, well, actually I'll just talk about it right now. Um, Harbaugh, uh, you know, I don't know if he's ever won a bowl game. I'm not quite sure what his record is. I know he hasn't won like his last six. Um, so that's just gross. You know, they, it's cool if you make it to the, uh, the college football playoff, it's cool winning the big 10. I understand that. But like, if you're this magnitude of a program, you have to win. You have to win bowl games. You have to win. Um, games that actually, well, they all matter, but games that like matter in the, in the, you know, after the regular season. So that's, that's frustrating. And I'm not going to like say sorry for myself because we did, we are a great team. We won the bowl, the big 10, we, we made it to the college football playoff. There's a lot of teams that can't say that, but at the end of the day, like we need to win one of these important games. And if Harbaugh after every single season, this is the end of my rant after every <laughs> single season, if he's done, if, if, or sorry, if at the end of every single season, if he just is trying to offer whatever he can to every single NFL program, I don't want him anymore. I want a coach that actually wants to be here. 
And maybe we can get a coach that wants to be here and can win a, a bowl game. But um, that's the end of my rant. Uh, congratulations <laughs> to TCU. Um, you know, they, they they played really well. Uh, they got lucky a little bit, um, but they, they played really well. Really good play calling. Um, I really like Max Duggan. Uh, really big underdog story. So congratulations, TCU, Michigan. Uh, that sucked. But, yeah. Sorry, that was a long rant. But uh, <laughs> I think okay. I, I, have, I have two questions for you, though. Do you think it was targeting? Uh, I mean, if you're going by the rules, yes. Hey, wait, wait one second. Sorry, my AirPods are completely messing up right now. Okay, for some reason, Zach Bryan just started playing my AirPods instead of <laughs> the uh, – because this one's falling out. So, sorry, do you think it was targeting? By the rule book, yes. Do I think it okay. determined the fate of the game? No. Was he in that play on the – was it the first quarter or the second quarter where he was barely out, uh, the long play? I think it was the end of the first. Um, was he in or not? I think he was in by, I mean, his butt was down before, but I don't think he had possession of the ball. Like when he gained, like the ball was still bobbling, Yeah, which doesn't matter. Like, cause he's inbounds. He like the ball's on top of him, but it's like where you gain possession. If you're looking at that, I think he's in. I thought he was in. And honestly, I look more to that sequence of plays uh, of what decided the game rather than that targeting call, just because obviously, obviously you punch that in, whether that's in or you punch that in without fumbling it. That's game, right? If you yeah. the way it ended, that's the game. Uh, and I'm sure you've already gone over all these scenarios in your head. So I'll spare you. I'll I'll spare you everything. It was just a great game. Again, finally good to watch these amazing, amazing playoff games. Um, after that, now we're on to the big one. The national championship is tonight at 7:30 Eastern time. Uh, Wyatt won't be tailgating because there's no tailgating allowed at the stadium which makes me think there'll never be a national championship in California ever again. But this line is really weird. It's at, I was driving. So I drove back from to Tallahassee from Dallas a few days ago. And obviously sports betting is legal in Louisiana. So while we were driving through Louisiana, I pull up my app. So it's like, all right, I can finally get some real bets in. They had the line of TCU plus 12 and a half. I believe I got it. I've got it at a few places at 13, 13 and a half and 12 and a half. So I have all three of those. I just think it's a weird line, and it kind of – again, we've talked about this before. This is one of those that makes me feel like someone knows something that I don't because it just seems like too good to be true. And I saw a stat already. It's like 75% of the money is on TCU spread. Like, that's kind of scary. Yeah, uh, I have no idea about this game. I'm, I'm trying to figure out a bet because I need to have something to root for. Um I did see Mattress Mac. I don't know if you ever follow him. He yep. does have a shitload of money on TCU money line and spread. Um, it, it's it's a big line. It's a really big line for a championship game. Um, over under still like it's also large in my in my opinion at sixty three. Um, my initial thought process and probably what I'll what I'll end up going with is I think we had our exciting games on New Year's Eve. Um, so I. I I want this game to be really exciting, but I have a really bad feeling. It's going to be like 35 to 13 Georgia. Um, I don't, I I have a bad feeling. It's going to be, you know, just a a blowout just because we had all that excitement on new year's Eve. Um, A couple other things in my opinion, that point towards Georgia, Um, Georgia's rushing defense, as we all know, is the best in the country. Um, I think they're allowing like 70 rush yards per game Um, against Ohio State. They did allow, I think, 111 rushing yards, but each running back had like 50 and then the other one had 40. Um, So, you know, whatever. That's that's very doable. Um, Their secondary, on the other hand, Georgia got really exposed, as I said, against Ohio State. But luckily, TCU's 
passing game is not the strength of their offense. Their strength of their offense, very similar to Michigan's, is that rushing game. Um, so I think if Georgia can shut down the TCU rush, which they have the ability to do with their, you know, the best ranked rush defense in the country, I think they have a really good shot at then beating um, TCU by a substantial margin. Um, as in, you know, in regards to TCU, um, I do have a, a prize picks that I really like um, in this game, but uh, TCU's, um, you know, rushing defense is 52nd worst in the country or sorry, it's 52nd. So top 50 sec, 52 teams in the country. But, um, you know, Georgia has a phenomenal rushing defense with two really good rushing or running backs. Um, so I think Georgia is going to have a, their their day full of, um, of you know, they can run whenever they want. Um, I have a feeling that TCU is going to struggle stopping that run. And then if you can't stop the run, you can't stop anything. So um, I, I just have a feeling that Georgia is going to win this one pretty easily. I know that goes against your opinion, but <laughs> um, I just have a really bad feeling it's going to be a boring game just because, again, we had so much excitement on New Year's Eve. And even if this is a boring game, they can still go back and say, wow, that was one of the more exciting college football playoffs because of the the action on New Year's Eve. So just I just I don't I have a I hope it's exciting. I really want to take the over. I really want to take TCU. But I'll pro as of right now, I'm leaning to take Georgia spread and the under, which is not exciting to watch at all. But that's what I'm leaning. Yeah, and that Michigan game really took any positivity out of you, didn't it? Like you're just <laughs> honestly, I don't even know why I'm here. I I, should, I need to get more excited to be to go to this game, but uh, I'll get there. Maybe maybe uh yeah, a couple drinks, a couple coffees. <laughs> I gotta say, I so I personally I hate TCU. I um, it's a personal. I uh, I played golf in high school and I got invited to a TCU recruitment camp, and I was like, I was all excited. I was like, oh, let's go! Like this is cool. Uh, and then I four putted in front of the coach. Uh, so I vowed to never step foot on that campus ever again. This is the only school I've ever like been like. I'm never going back. I will never ever see whatever the three fountain thing is. And all that kind of stuff. Because I only live an hour away at home. I only live like an hour away from their campus, but. Um, and you know, I do have friends that go there. It hurt me to put it, but I just, this spread is too large for me not to take it. I think that's how most people are feeling. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. It, it just, it could be a blowout. It's either going to be a close game or an absolute blowout on the Georgia side. There's no way in hell TC blows yeah. them out. That's, yeah. that's what I'm saying. I mean, it obviously keeps it within that range. And that's a very obvious statement that anyone in the world can make. Uh, it's just tough. I'm probably gonna do a little bit more, but I already have a good amount of money on TCU spread. Again, just it feels too good to be true, and it probably is, and that's that's my issue. Um, so other than the natty, do you got anything? Any last? No, no, I'm I'm excited. You know, I'll I'll get the excitement up for this game. I heard SoFi <laughs> is a sweet stadium, so I'm excited to see the stadium. Um, I'm gonna go right after this. I'm gonna go over to see the Pacific Ocean, which I've never seen before. <laughs> um, so so I mean I. I'm excited. Um, I'll probably, uh, if you follow, I'll probably tweet it out on Twitter, but I've, I will have, um, I'm probably not going to put a whole lot on, on the game lines, but I probably will make a pretty big player prop um, bet today. So just stay tuned for that. Um, I haven't determined what it is yet, but that's probably where, where most of my money is going to go today on, on a player prop. So stay tuned to, to either our Twitters or our uh, the College Try Twitter for that play. Yep. And then uh, after this, obviously, we'll probably do a recap of the Natty. Uh, and then we'll go into there's some portal stuff like Sam Hartman officially committed to Notre Dame like everyone thought he would um, recruiting all that. Uh, I've talked to why about maybe doing like little film study things. I can't really do much of that, but I know you can. Uh, but, yeah, that's that's where we're trending for the offseason. We'll kind of all figure it out. Uh, it will start with the Natty recap, though, obviously, whether that's tomorrow or the day after, whenever 
probably sometime this week. I don't know. I'm Tallahassee graduated with no job now, so I have absolutely nothing to do. Um, but yeah, thank you guys for listening. Hopefully we have a good game tonight and it uh, goes against what Wyatt says. He just, uh, he's just a sad old man now uh, after Michigan lost, but have a good one guys. Enjoy the game. Uh, it's been a good college football season. See you guys.